What Mary Gaucher remembers as one of the worst nights of her life could have been even worse. The singer-songwriter describes it in a TED talk she gave in 2018 called Saved by a Song. After being arrested for drunk driving, she spent the night in jail. It was a nadir for her after a decade of active alcoholism, a personal low in a difficult life. Of course, if, Mercy had, if Mary had not been pulled over by police, her circumstances could have been even more tragic. She could have caused an automobile accident. She could have hurt herself or others or even killed them or herself. She could have spent the rest of her life severely disabled. She could have faced compound criminal charges. Instead, Mary spent the night in jail, being held for driving under the influence, feeling pitiful, as she recalled. Yet that night in jail proved to be a tender mercy. On the surface, tender mercies often seem like neither. They're words we use to describe tough things that could have been tougher still, whatever comfort that provides us. Mary was adopted from an orphanage and later ran away from home when she was a teenager, a young lesbian from Louisiana who needed to find her own way through the world. There were obviously twists and turns along her way. In the courtyard, in the courtroom, the judge sentenced her to a six month long recovery program, which she successfully completed. Afterwards, she held on to her sobriety, kept clean by her love of music, especially sad songs. Those heartbreaking pieces that let her know she was not alone in her sorrow and that no one, no one truly ever is. At the age of 35, Mary started performing and writing music, and in her 50s, she helped U.S. veterans to do the same. In 2018, the year she gave her TED Talk, she released an album called Rifles and Rosary Beads, comprised entirely of songs co-written with wounded veterans from Iraq, reflecting on their combat experience and its aftermath. In the title piece, she sings, rifles and rosary beads, you hold on to what you need. She explains, my job as a songwriter is to find the thing a soul needs to say. Sometimes what a soul needs most is to sound a cry for mercy. In the best known song in her extensive musical catalog, Mercy Now, the musical meditation we just heard this morning, Mary issues this plea. Every living thing could use a little mercy now. I love life itself and life itself could use some mercy now. We hang in the balance between hell and hallowed ground and every single one of us could use some mercy now. Mercy, she suggests, has the power to rescue us from hell and deliver us to hallowed ground. It performs miracles in its own right because those who know mercy themselves can show boundless, abundant mercy to others. For millennia, various religions have taught that mercy itself 
has a divine quality. Extolling the Islamic names for God, Muslims declare that God is all merciful, most merciful. In the Hebrew scriptures, the prophet Micah commands us to do justice, but to love, to love mercy. The psalmist promises that where God goes, goodness and mercy are sure to follow us all of our days. Preaching his sermon on the Mount, Jesus tells followers that the merciful will be blessed and that they themselves will know mercy. But mercy has fallen out of favor in our own era. It is rarely mentioned outside faith traditions, and when it is, occasionally it is met with scorn. Several years ago, I taught a workshop on prayer beads at a UU congregation in the South and compared practices in Buddhism and Hinduism, Roman Catholicism and Eastern Orthodoxy. Orthodox strands can have a hundred beads or more on them. And I, so I presented mine to the attendees. I mentioned that the refrain that gets repeated with each bead is, Lord have mercy on me. A woman in the audience interrupted my presentation. Why would I ever pray for mercy, she demanded. Because life is hard, I replied. Life can be so hard. Whenever my life has been at its hardest, I've instinctively and immediately prayed for mercy. Oddly, the prayer has felt like its own response. So I can only imagine the music that is being made in the mind of an Orthodox believer, calling out for mercy again and again, hearing the assuring refrain, mercy sought, then mercy granted. Like the exhalation and the inhalation of our breathing, the da-dum of a human heartbeat. The very invocation of mercy reminds us that in hard times, people are forced to make hard choices. Perhaps the choices that Mary made in Louisiana were different than those made by some soldiers in Fallujah, but the details matter less than the effects and those were traumatic all the way around. A dear friend of mine, worked as a public prosecutor in Philadelphia, or Philadelphia, as it has been called in derision, before she burned out of her job and eventually left legal practice altogether. She never forgot what she learned in the prosecutor's office. She also never regretted it. Her own brother, the scandal of their upstanding immigrant family was in and out of prison for years primarily for offenses related to his drinking and drugging. She always said that she was grateful for the time he was in prison because then she never had to worry about him overdosing. Sadly, he did die of an overdose after he was released. One day after she had started her new career as a yoga instructor, my dear friend turned to me apropos of nothing in particular and said, we're all innocent. We're all innocent. I instantly grasped the truth of that statement and nodded my agreement. However guilty we think or feel ourselves to be, however guilty we actually are of major and minor transgressions, our innocence somehow remains incontrovertible as our own souls. Mercy serves to remind us of that and makes the case for us instead of against us. 
and it makes it in the most impassioned and convincing tones imaginable. It accepts a plea bargain in, state, in place of prosecution and in doing so, reclaims whatever can be salvaged. It offers us greater salvation. Honestly, couldn't every single one of us use some mercy now? The liturgical season of Lent began last week. It starts on Ash Wednesday and spans 40 days on the Christian calendar. It is meant to evoke desert time spent wandering in the wilderness. As this pandemic persists, so many of our fellow Americans have been feeling lost. They feel disoriented to a degree they never have before. After four years of a fairly merciless administration, they are yearning for a return to merciful practices and policies, compassionate and constructive national responses to this crisis. They need to know that people care about the depth and breadth of their pain and understand the scope of their hardship. For mercy has a human heart, the poet William Blake reminds us, and pity a human face. From Nashville, Mary lately has been sending her folk music fans, whom I count myself among, by the way, dispatches she calls mercy missives. Mary granting us permission to play her song this Sunday was just another mercy missive of hers. And I feel intensely grateful for that, for that in every tender mercy I have known and seen and heard of in this world of ours. I find myself listening quite closely these days for accounts and rumors either of still more. May we all know mercies. May we all be given the chance in our time to grant them. May we all be so blessed. <laughs>